0: You want to work toward the goal you have right now, but every time you think about it, you also see a messy house and all the to-dos that need to get done. And if you're not doing them, who will? Am I right? Well, that doesn't have to be the case. You worry about the to-dos because you feel like you're expected to be the one to do them all. Cleaning, driving, laundry, cooking, shopping, bedtime, prepping for school, and the list goes on. I'm just worn out listening to all the things I listed off because I feel the same way. I have felt like I needed to do it all and been expected to do it all. But I was always burned out and frustrated when I tried to do it all. In a season where I literally couldn't because my plate was so full, I learned delegation. And I haven't really looked back since. I've had to tweak it a little bit, but I haven't looked back. Today, we dive into five things you should delegate to find time for your goals. Are you ready? Hey, mama, welcome to Goal Driven Moms. Do you want to find yourself again outside of motherhood and clarify your God-given goals? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to find simple systems to keep you on track? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel guilty, prioritizing your interests over others' needs? Hey, I'm Gabe, and I too was a busy working mom who lost herself to motherhood. I put my dreams on the shelf where they collected dust for years. I was pulled in a thousand directions with too many to-dos piling up. And I desperately wanted to find a way to create a work-life balance and be present for my family. I wished I could enjoy interests of my own, but I kept telling myself I didn't have what it takes, others would judge me, and that me time was selfish. Until I found out a little secret. My kids need me to be their example and they need to see me win. Yours do too. In this podcast, you will discover how to clarify your goals, how to plan with purpose, and how to ditch your distractions and simplify your home so you can turn your passions into purpose by pursuing your goals God's way. In order to realize finish line goals, we need to be willing to step into the fire of refinement so God can mold us into women ready to crush our goals His way. I've learned to use my interest in running to enhance my productivity and spiritual growth. I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Lace up those running shoes and step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey friend, welcome to Goal Driven Mom. I am so glad that you are with me today and I'm so glad you've chosen to listen in. Uh, Some exciting news, my new book, Victory Run, is set to release pretty soon here. Uh, Pre-orders are coming out anytime And most likely will officially release in the beginning of June. I'm super excited about it. It's all about turning trials into triumphs, how to grow through what we go through, and how to use our trials as an impact for others. So keep an eye out for that. I will let you know as soon as it's ready. But today we're talking about delegation. (laughs) So I wanna tell you a little story. So, way back when, I think, I guess my littlest was probably only one. So this was 13 years ago. Um, maybe, Maybe he was two or three. But anyway, I was a part of a group called Mops. And it's Mothers of Preschoolers. Such a great experience for me. And actually, it's funny because our pastor's wife kept telling me, you got to come to Mops. You got to come to Mops. That's when I was pregnant. She's like, you're pregnant. You can come. And the first time I decided I was going to was the day my little, my oldest decided to show up. So I called her and said, well, I guess I'm not coming today. But um, anyway, Mops was a place where I really grew a couple of really good relationships with other moms who were on the same exact journey with me. They had littles. They just had their babies too. And we became good lifelong friends. We're still friends today. Um, But when I got into there, because this is what I do, I take on these roles. Um, I was just a mom for the year. But the next year, they asked me to go into leadership. And I don't know how to say no, or I didn't back then at least. So I said yes. And then a couple years down the road, they asked me to be the MOPs coordinator. And at first I said, "No." <laughs> and then I don't know what changed, but I felt led to do it, so I did. But in that season, I really had to trust each of the leaders that were on my team and delegate to them, And here's why, because at the same time, I was starting was I starting home? So he might have been I don't think I was homeschooling yet at that point, but either way, no, I was, so he must have been at least five, four or five. Um, but I was homeschooling. Of course, he was just little, so it wasn't like we were doing a whole lot of things. Um, but I was in a homeschool community, and I was coordinating the Mops group, which is actually a really big role, uh, because you're in charge of helping figure out the whole year and the calendar and the speakers and and who's going where and all the things. There's just a lot, a multifaceted thing and fundraisers and all that. I was also working essentially full time at the restaurant um I think at that point I was a lead supervisor and server moving into management and I also was I think that was the point where my husband had lost his job one of the times he's lost his job um I was working overnights at Lifetime and so I was out of control busy we'll just call it that like it was stupid busy okay like Why? I wouldn't tell anyone to do that because people are like, I don't know how you do it all. You're like superwoman. I'm like, no, I was stupid. That's what I was. (laughs) We'll just call it what it was. Right. So I did not have a moment to breathe, let alone to sleep or anything. But because of that, I had to learn to delegate because I couldn't do it all. I couldn't be everywhere and be everything. Um, otherwise, each of my roles was going to suffer. So I had to trust who I put things in place to, and I had to let them do it the way they wanted to do it. Um, and that was really great because it also helped the my MOPs team, my team of leaders, feel like they could really flourish and really do something with their role. And I wasn't just on top of them looking over their shoulder, seeing if they're doing it the way I would do it. Um, I was just thankful that they did it right? And that it got done and the year ran smoothly, but that is delegation. Um, then, so I didn't learn my lesson at that point. <laughs> when I broke my ankle just a few years ago, I couldn't do anything. <clears throat> I think God just stopped me in my tracks and goes, "Remember." that time when you were the MOPs coordinator and you had 500 million things on your plate and you were just stupid busy? Well, you are doing that again, so I'm going to stop you. And so I, I couldn't do anything for myself. When I broke my ankle, I couldn't drive. So I had to find drivers to help me to get the boys to and from. I even had my my dad had to bring us to our homeschool community every Monday morning and then bring us home. And I, had, I was the director of our homeschool community at that time, so I had bins and boxes of things to bring every time. It was just a mess. But It was another step of delification. At that point, my boys were quite older and they were able to help out. I think my littlest was maybe five when I broke my ankle. So he was still pretty little, four or five. Um, But my oldest was 11-ish, 10 or 11. So they quickly learned that they needed to contribute. Um, So what I'm trying to tell you here is that if you have older kids, even around the seven or eight year old mark, they can help you. You can delegate tasks to them. So just like I delegated to my team when I was in MOPS, I've learned now I can delegate to my kids because what I want to do is I want to teach them how to have responsibility. I want to teach them how to have a clean house, how to make their bed, how to do their laundry. I want to teach them all these things, right? And what better way to do that than to give them that responsibility early on? Um, So I want to talk about the five things that you should delegate to find time for your goals. Now you can delegate these to your kids. You can delegate them to someone who's coming in to help you. You can delegate them to your husband, whatever. I don't care who you delegate it to, but think about what can you take off your plate so that you can do some of the other things that you need to do. And the first thing I'm going to tell you that you need to delegate is your laundry. Yes, laundry. I want you to guess how many loads of laundry I do a week. Yeah, you're probably like, oh my gosh, my laundry room is a mess. It's piled. It's crazy. I do like 10 loads of laundry a week. I get you. I do two to three loads a week. And that third one, the reason I would do a third one is because it's towels or it's extra things. How does that happen? It's because my older boys do their own laundry. They are now 12 and 14, but they've done their own laundry since I broke my ankle. So my 12 year old was probably eight. So eight and 10 maybe is when they started. And I still do my husband's and my littlest laundry, but my husband usually helps me fold it or does help me fold it a lot. Cause that's the part I hate. And my littlest has to put his laundry away. So I fold his laundry, but he puts it away. I'm going to have to teach him how to do the laundry soon here. But he doesn't really have a big enough load for himself. So we just kind of combine all of ours. But with this delegation, I don't have laundry piling up. I don't get stressed out about my laundry. I just figure out a day to do my two loads and I'm done. My kids actually don't have enough clothes to go probably more than a week without doing their laundry. So they each do a load a week, and then they put it away themselves. And that's actually one thing I've also learned. Less clothes means less piling up. So if you have an ungodly amount of clothes, or your kids do, go through their drawers and lighten them up. Get rid of the clothes they never wear, because I bet you anything, that bottom row never gets touched, right? So, and same with you. I, I now, I think I have too many clothes still, but I only have, I have two, no, three drawers in our dresser and a few hanging clothes and that's all I have. (laughs) I just don't have much because I just don't care. I just want what's comfy. And I wear the same things over and over. And that's just the way it is. And my boys are the same way. Now, you might have somebody, like, especially if you have a daughter who likes to change clothes every five minutes, um, then you have a different story, I'm sure. But then that's when you teach her to do her laundry because maybe she won't change her clothes as much. (laughs) But anyway, just think about that. Can you lighten up even the amount of clothes that you each have to lighten up your laundry? The number two task I think you should delegate is menial cleaning tasks. I don't expect perfection. And I do deep clean here and there. Honestly, that's really something I'd love to hire out. I'd love to have someone come in and just deep clean my house once a month. But right now that's not an option. So I don't expect perfection, but my kids help me clean. And they don't get an allowance for it. I don't pay them for it. They do it because they live here. They do it because they need to learn responsibility. And we are a family unit. And as a family, we take care of the house together. So think about this. Can your kids sweep or vacuum, clean their rooms, clean their bathrooms, help with the dishes, wipe out the, wipe the counters or the table? Are they able to hang their coats back up, put their shoes away, put away their toys after they've used them? You know, pick up after themselves, make their bed? Starting super young, they can help with these kinds of tasks and they really shouldn't expect pay to do them. As a family, they should be expected to contribute. It shouldn't all be on you. I'm working with my littlest, uh, trying to get him into some cleaning chores. For some reason, he's kind of gotten away with not having to contribute much. I think because we've all always picked up after him, but now he has to clean his room. I don't do it for him anymore. Every once in a while, I'll deep clean with him. But he knows if he takes something out, he needs to put it away. Because if he takes everything out at once, then cleaning up is way less fun and we make him do it now. And I don't let him just dump it all in the closet. He has bins that he needs to put them in and he needs to put them in them right. So he has learned that he needs to be responsible for his stuff. He also now wipes the kitchen table at night after dinner. So I'm still working him into that, but slowly I will get him to do more and more. Uh, My older boys actually clean the whole downstairs. They do the sweeping. They pick up their things, their room. They clean their own bathroom. I'm still working on getting them to clean the bathroom to shine and smell good because it's two boys that use that bathroom, but they're figuring it out. (laughs) And again, I need to train them, but I also have to be okay with how they do it if I'm expecting them to do it. So I give them some expectations. I teach them how to clean it, right? Right but then I don't need to have them do it exactly how I would. And that's something I had to learn because I am my, I'm not a micromanager, but I am like all about doing it my way or the highway kind of a thing, but I have learned I can't do that. So what I do is I clean up the kitchen, I vacuum upstairs, and I clean our bathroom. And this really takes me no time at all. And even better, I sometimes delegate the vacuuming to my husband and he's okay with it. So a lot of times he'll do the vacuuming for me, so he also makes sure that garbage is empty, um, and that's really the only thing he's in charge of inside the home outside of picking up his own stuff because I don't like <laughs> when I have to pick up after him. So he knows that, and he's very good at putting his own things away. So we all do our part, and it frees up a really valuable time for me to be able to work on my own goals or to do the important things in the week without having to be stressed about a messy home. So I definitely recommend delegating out those menial cleaning tasks. Third, how about your bedtime routine? When I say bedtime routine, I'm talking about kids' bedtime routine. So if you have littles who still need help bathing and getting ready for bed, think about, can your husband help you out? Now, this might not be something that is available. Maybe your husband travels for work. Maybe he really doesn't like that part. but What about if you have older kids? Could they help you with some of those bedtime routines? Maybe they could read a story to your youngest. And he would love that. And I know some of you probably really enjoy this time with your littles. And if you do, maybe this isn't something you want to delegate. But for me, it was an extra hour I could use to work on something. Um, And it's a bonus. My husband actually really likes doing the reading with my youngest at bedtime or getting him ready. So he didn't mind uh, doing the bedtime routine with him, and it was kind of his special time with him. Um, and so, I really don't like the nighttime reading because I'm really tired at that point. I get up really early. I'm ready for bed when my littlest is ready for bed. Like I'm just going to be honest. I'm sometimes going to bed when he's going to bed. So, I actually have a morning reading routine with my youngest. So as he gets ready for school, rather than at nighttime, um, I once I get his lunch ready. And all those types of things that I sit down while he's eating, or if he's done eating, we'll sit on the couch and we just read together. And this is really a special time with just him and me. So I don't feel bad at bedtime that I don't help him to go to bed all the time. So think about that. Can you adjust bedtime routine? Can you have someone help you with pieces of it so that you don't have to do it all? The fourth thing that I think you should delegate, especially if you have older kids, is making lunch. Even if you still have littles, you most likely have an older kiddo by now. So give him the task of ensuring lunches are packed. My kids pack their own lunches outside of my littlest. And sometimes my middle one will make a sandwich for my littlest. So all I do is put it together. Um, Otherwise, some things you could do is make sandwiches ahead of time and freeze them. I know PBJ can be frozen. So your kids can pack some snacks and grab a sandwich from the freezer and add it to their lunches. Um, if you make it easy to go, maybe you have a place where uh, lunch snacks are, so they can just kind of piece it together, put that together themselves and have it ready. Um, what? Just think about what can you prep ahead to have ready for them? Or how can you make it easy for them to make their own lunches? I actually do use Lunchables still sometimes. Yep, I'm not like excited about it because I know they're not super healthy, But it is helpful to have that on hand when we're in a hurry or just feel busy or whatnot. They can just grab that and put it in their lunch. Um, My oldest is also at home during the day for school. So he makes himself lunch when he's hungry. We kind of fend for ourselves at the lunch hour and that works fine. If I'm actually making something, I'll ask him and I'll make it for him. But a lot of the times I'm not making anything special for lunch. Um, I just eat like veggies and cottage cheese and um, different things like that. And salad and things. So uh, he gets to make his own. And actually the same thing goes for breakfast. I don't make fancy gourmet breakfast at 6am for them because it's just too early. And so I've decided cereal can be a thing in our house. They have an option of making oatmeal or a bagel or having yogurt with berries or things like that as well. But a lot of times they do cereal because it's easy. Granted, I wish I could have more healthy cereal choices, (laughs) but whatever. They do it themselves. Uh, And this gives me time to do my morning routine, which really includes working on my writing goals. And I don't have to do all of that for them. So I highly recommend delegating lunchtime and even breakfast, let them make their own. The fifth and final thing that you should delegate is driving, your drive time. If you're like me, you have a full schedule of driving. I call myself a glorified Uber at this point, but I don't get paid for it. And it may be helpful to find a way to cut that driving back through delegation. Is there a way that you can share drive time with your husband? Can you find someone to carpool with so you can do either drop off or pick up, but just not both? Or maybe you could swap days. One person does Monday, one person does Tuesday, that kind of a thing. If the schedule is busy enough, maybe even hiring someone to drive for you in parts of the day. Drive time can take a lot of time. And I think I'd take this one, Uh, though my oldest will be driving in just over a year. So that's going to alleviate my time, my drive time quite a bit more because he can drive himself and his brother to and from gymnastics each day. So that's going to be really exciting. That actually does save me probably three hours of driving time a day. Um, And the other thing that we did is we moved. (laughs) So you might not be able to move and that's totally fine. But we were in a non-permanent place, a temporary place anyway. So when we chose to move, we chose to move closer. And the drive time a year ago for me, I was in the car five or six hours a day, literally, because I couldn't, I didn't have time to go home. So I had to drop the boys off at gymnastics, go sit at the school for an hour before I could drop Gavin off. And then I'd go back to gymnastics and wait. Actually, I usually would run in between but and wait for them to be done at gymnastics. And then we go home. And I did that both the morning and the afternoon. It was a lot. And so when we moved, I'm now out only about three hours a day, which is really taxing because that's three hours of work time I could be doing um, or making time for my own goals or doing cleaning or whatever it is. I could find lots of things to do in that three hours, but it's so much better than six, I'm telling you. So the main point, With all of this, all these five steps is to just find things your kids or your husband can help with or you could hire out if you have the funds to do that. But while you're doing that, while you're delegating, you're teaching your kids responsibility and life skills. And that is so important. Once they do it enough, it becomes a habit and you no longer have to really ask them to do it. So if you want to free up your time a bit, Decide what you can delegate. And don't be stubborn about it. Don't be stubborn about it. And don't be a micromanager. Let them do it. You do not have to do it all, nor should you. Let go of the menial tasks that someone else could do. Because most of the time, they want to help you out. Well, your kids don't probably want to help you out. They probably want to do their own thing. But they need to help you out, Okay. So the five things you should delegate to find time for your goals are laundry, menial cleaning tasks, The bedtime routines, making lunch, and driving. I know it's not always possible to delegate all of these things all of the time, but choose one and go for it. Even if your kids are smaller, they can help with certain tasks around the house. It may take time to teach them at first, but it pays off in the long run. I never feel like I'm stuck cleaning all day. Maybe really because we don't have a lot of stuff in our house anyway. (laughs) We don't even have, we don't have pets either, so that, that's a different dynamic as well. But housework is doable and takes a fraction of the time. I would love to hear which item on this list you either have delegated already or you would like to try. Come hang out with me in our Simplicity and Motherhood Facebook group and let me know. It's a free, engaging community where you can ask questions and be encouraged in your motherhood journey. Just search Simplicity and Motherhood in groups on Facebook, or you can find the link in the show notes. Hopefully, this gives you a little mission for the weekend, and I will see you back next Tuesday for some more fun. I have a great guest coming to hang out with us to share how to get started writing your legacy for your kids. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time, and I hope you did too. Before we go, though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.